Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another episode of What's on Your Plates. I have a very special gift to share with you today, that of which is the very inspiring conversation I had with Chef Liz Araj. I was so honored that she shared her time to tell me about her personal and professional plant-based journey and how it has all transformed her whole life. She leaves us with so much light, such great perspective. I'm grateful to be able to share her awesomeness with you today. Okay, here with Elizabeth Araj from Terra Veg Eatery, one of my just spirit sisters out there in the world. I just feel so connected to you. Um, welcome and thank you for joining me today and letting everybody listen in and get a glimpse of all the awesomeness that you put out into the world. Well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I feel the same about you too. So yeah, this is, uh, this is cool. Yeah, thanks for joining me today. Um, tell me, tell me where, tell me where you became inspired to start your journey. How did you find yourself embarking on your path? Well, I mean, back up 10, 11 years ago, uh, the short version is that, you know, I was having major health issues and I found this book called Eat to Live called, uh, by Dr. Joel Furman. And I read it and read it and read it. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to try doing this extreme plant-based, you know, diet that he recommended. And I tried it and it made me go back into my kitchen and recreate recipes and how I looked at food. And then I was like, well, I wonder if there's any vegan culinary things happening. And I'm in Oregon. So where I live, it's cow country. So you so can not imagine, like Portland. No. So you can <laughs> imagine my shock when I did find uh, like this vegan uh, culinary immersion thing by this awesome chef that I didn't know at the time up in Portland. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go here and, and totally get out of my comfort zone and see what this is all about. And that's what really got me started on looking at food, recreating food and really like learning. Like it was like a whole new world world for me. Mm-hmm. And then the process getting my health back so, um, <clears throat> I guess that's really not a short version, but, uh, it's so worth I, every I, second of hearing it though. It's so important. <laughs> so I took like a five day training thing and I met you, you were assistant for yeah. uh, chef Mark. And I remember the first time I met you too, because you wore this shirt that I actually own this shirt now. And it was like vegan for the planet for, you know, like had all this I'm like, (laughs) you know, I'm like, she's got like this rocking attitude and like super positive, (laughs) just kind of standing in the background, just quiet, helping Chef Mark. And I was like, I wonder who this chick is, you know? (laughs) And I remember like totally out of my comfort zone and, and learning a lot and meeting cool people. And then I went home and I was like, oh, this is really cool. So I, started doing I did a couple more like 10 day trainings with chef Mark 
And then I became his assistant once when Mm -hmm. he did a training in Kauai. And I was like, he asked me, he's like, do you want to be, I'll give you a discount. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, hmm, a venue right on the beach. All right. It's uh, January in Klamath Falls, Oregon, where it's a ton of snow. So yeah, sure. So So I, in the process of that, I um, reached out to one of my, the community college here. And I was like, hey, what do you guys think about um, me coming in and doing vegan culinary classes? And at the time they had a culinary program and I didn't hear anything back for them. So I'm like, okay, I guess that that's the answer there. Well, months down the road, like six months down the road, they got a new uh, community education director and she's found my old email and emailed me and was like, oh. are you still interested in doing this? And I was like, yeah. And so I took uh, Mark's teacher training and, you know, but like he always used to say, he's like, start off small stuffed animals. Then you graduate to children and family members <laughs> when you're starting to teach. So I was like totally out of my comfort zone. And it's like one of those things, like, I know I want to do it, but I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> so I, they, uh, I created this whole six week class and uh, the local newspaper at the time did a little article uh, around the world in eight weeks, you know, and cause each class was a different country. Right. I remember that. I remember following your posts on that. Yeah. And so like I asked, uh, you know, Mark, if I'm like, hey, can I use some of your recipes? (laughs) He's like, yeah, sure. (laughs) So the first class I did, I was, of course, nervous wreck and I picked it apart. And then the second class, I changed like 50 percent of all how I taught the class. And I still teach that same way years later. It's been like seven eight years now. Yeah. And so I was teaching, teaching that. And then, uh, I, I was doing, creating my class at a local little cafe and they had a kitchen spot that opened up and they asked me, Hey, do you want this position? And I was like, well, sure. And so I worked, I worked there (laughs) For, I started off just part-time and then I went into running the kitchen and I worked there for over three years. And then, you know, I saw the demand because we get a lot of travelers and people are like, oh, this is great. You have vegan options, you know, available. And, uh, but my bosses didn't like it too much because, you know, the word around town was that, oh, you, you're like really do a lot of vegan stuff. <laughs> so uh they didn't like that too much they took me into their office and gave me a little talking to about about all the vegan options I was offering and I was like this is a sign of the universe because now I'm pissed (laughs) because I'm like I'm like I'm providing your customers what they want they're requesting it this is a sign of the times like we need to be more aware of what's happening in the world Mm-hmm. And it's more, it's more than just food, you know, it's about like 
sustainability. It's about trying to work with people that grow food close to you, you know, like it's all the, all of these things. It's like so layered, you know, and like most things that get me out of my comfort zone, I have to get, you know, really mad first. And then I was <laughs> like, you know what? Like, I'm just gonna, I just can do my own thing. And then I'm looking around and like, where the, you know, where am I going to do that? You know, here in this town. And I knew of an empty building. <clears throat> so I messaged the owner and she's like, well, I'm not interested in leasing. So I'm selling it. And my mom's like, well, how come you don't just buy it? I'm like, because it costs money, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so with the help of my mother, though, I bought this little brick building that sits on three city lots and it has a huge backspace. So like nice. when I was doing my pros and cons of creating, you know, totally losing my mind and creating my own business, I was like, do a food truck or brick and mortar. I'm like, food truck, I can't teach classes and I got to put my food in a box. And then here comes the pandemic. And I'm like, I can't have indoor seating and I got to put my food in a box. So I was <laughs> kind of like, good thing I'm stubborn. So, yeah. you know, I had, I made it a full year and then the pandemic hit and it was like, uh, no, no indoor dining. So, and so that was fun. So it's been like this roller coaster ride of like basically just feeling frustrated, but going, I'm just going to keep on going and see what happens, you know? And I still feel like that actually, you know, mm -hmm. it's just like, I'm like, I started teaching a bunch recently and I actually like teaching more than food service <laughs> because that people are, you know, like my philosophy is like, I, I want people to realize that when they walk into my place, that you're not just grabbing food to eat, you know, that it means more than that. Like, it's about, you know, you're taking a minute out of your busy day to nourish yourself with some organic food and you're going to, you know, fuel your body. So you're energetic to, you know, kick butt in the rest of your day. But you're also, if you're taking stuff to go, you're getting it, you know, a box that you can put in the compost, you know, like all these little steps, you know, of like just earth being earth friendly and just being aware, you know, and, um, but also educating yourself and knowing like, I could take a class here, you know, and I could learn how to do this. Cause my whole thing is like, I love to feed people, but I also, I, even more than that, I love to teach people how to feed themselves because then they go back into their own kitchens and they're like, all right, their kids are cooking with them. And then their friends come over and they're like, Oh, what you making? Oh, that tastes good. You know? And it's just like, you ever see that meme that, you know, what my friends think I eat as a vegan, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, let's not, let's not even turn, let's not even say that word. How about that? How about let's right. not do, you know, stereotypical 
image in someone's head of like, I eat raw, I eat uncooked, unseasoned tofu and wheatgrass. Hey, awesome. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> you know, said no vegan ever. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so just bringing that awareness. So like, right. If I inspire one person to like go into their kitchen and, and rethink how they're doing something awesome. That, then my work's, you know, like, great. That's perfect. That's better than just serving some random person, yeah. you know, food, you know? So that's basically how my, that's, I mean, that's how I got started. And it's like a constant evolution, you know, it is. call it the money embankment, you know, where you're like one inch up the money embankment, slide down three feet. Okay. I'm stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, climb up some more. Like, how can I improve? How can I make a tiny little dent, you know, mm-hmm. of like, uh, getting other people, you know, to be like, Hey, we're going to look at this differently. So I think that's really important. Unfortunately, the area that I live in, I have like no vegan colon culinary support because, mm-hmm. you know, we, the culinary scene, the non-existing culinary scene that's happening in my town. It's like burgers, you know, pizza, Mexican food. That's about it. You know, sure. a lot of fast food places, mm-hmm. you know, which is so frustrating to me, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, absolutely. I need another little vegan place to open up. So I can have some place to eat. <laughs> you know? Well, that was the reason that Lilulo started for me is because I was tired of not having options. Like, you know, yeah. I don't have any options. I'm going to create one. Yeah. That was my mindset. So yeah. yes, I completely understand where your, where your, your frustration is with that. Yeah. So, but gosh, you know, everything that you just said there, Liz, I mean, you are so, you so encompass like everything that is also in my own mindset, everything that you just put forth there. There's a reason that you and I became connected all those years back and continue to just, you know, feel a vibration between the two of us, even on opposite ends of the country. Um, Everything you said about, you know, it's really not, it's not about selling food. No, it's about feeding people, right. And teaching them how to feed themselves. So it's sustainable. It's about giving them the experience of what it means to be plant-based eating yeah and just the full circle of everything from what you're talking about with health and why you became first interested to giving back to the community with local producers of your food mm-hmm. that's an amazing thing that you put forth all the time and then right back to composting um, yeah. with the food containers that you use to be able to give that back to the earth to continue that cycle of just production of plants for the consumption of people rather than giving it to animals yeah, um, as being a middle, middle, you know, guy in that regard. So everything that you say resonates with me so much. And um, I'm right there on point with you. And one of the things that you really said that stood out to me quite a bit was just you did it anyways. You didn't know what you were doing. You didn't know where you were going to do it or how you were going to do it. You didn't have any support. And you said, I got this. Yeah. I got it anyways. 
Yeah. Well, my mom's like, well, you're about ready. You're on the diving board and uh, <laughs> there could be water in the swimming pool or there could not be. I don't know. And I'm like, gee, thank you. I'm already having heart attacks every day <laughs> with like the anxiety of like all the million things it takes because like the building that I got didn't have a kitchen built. So I had to, you had to build I out. had to, and uh, like one of the things like I did that was not normal was that, so I have solar panels on my building. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to have an electric uh, hood system with electric stove under there, which is like unheard of. Like most people are like, we're going to get this big giant hood system with you know, gas burners and everything. And I was like, no, I want it. So I can utilize my solar energy, you know? Right. And so like, you know, the local uh, building department was like, here's this crazy person coming in with stacks of research and saying, please. And thank you a lot. <laughs> the good old boys are just looking at me like, who is this person? But I got it approved. So I it's have only that. crazy until you do it, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, the learning curve still is just like when you look back on some of the stuff and you're like, hey, I'm doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you look like all that stress and growth, it's there for a reason. So now you're like, okay, I know how to do that. Okay, move next. Like, what's the next challenge, you know? Yeah. Well, let's talk about that challenge. I mean, what did you, what are some of the biggest obstacles, not so much logistically, but in regards to just you not having all those ducks in a row and you jumping in and, you know, not having the support. I mean, does it affect you a lot that people might judge what you're doing in an area where there isn't a vegan option on every other corner? I mean, I guess like, <laughs> I love that question. I guess I kind of have that mentality where I, um, like I made it sh sure, like on my windows that it has some really big letters, vegan eatery on there. Like mm. I wanted people not to be confused. Right. Like you're walking into my place and I'm not your normal restaurant, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm just a little lunch place. I'm only open for lunch, you know? And so I didn't want the confusion there. And then of course you get the people that are like, what's a vegan? It's like, hey, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is a teaching moment, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, my, my biggest thing was like, I know what I believe in and I know what I want to do and I'm just going to give it a shot. And if I epically fail, it's not really failure because I don't, look at it that when you're focusing on something that you truly believe in and it's your right life path no matter what how that looks if you're dependent on other people to make you successful you might as well forget it just, right <laughs> you know just like just stay true to your path and then you know do your thing and then hopefully people show up and you know I'm still shocked when I do classes like I just finished a meatless meals made easy class series on all the Mondays in February. And I'm still like, after all these years, I've been doing it for six teaching for like over six years now. And I'm still like amazed, like people always sign up. You know, I keep 
my class at eight students because my kitchen is tiny. It's like a 10 by 10 little space. So it's like playing Tetris, you know, with a bunch of, you know, herding a bunch of feral cats in my little tiny <laughs> space, you know, trying to, <laughs> you know, so uh, that's always fun to, you got a whole bunch of people in there. Um, but like, I just was like, I, I can't see myself doing anything else. And when you get to that point, you're just like, all right, well, here goes nothing, but I'm going to still do it. You know, even though I don't have the support, you know, like I would like, like, it'd be so awesome if I had other like vegan chefs to like, at least bounce ideas off, you know, or to team up with. I mean, Mm -hmm. that, I don't know what that would even feel like, honestly, (laughs) because I'm, I'm the only one who's cooking in the kitchen and I'm the only Mm -hmm. one serving out the food. So, but yeah, I, I guess like, if you know, it's the right life path then you do it anyway and, and hope that people respond. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't mean, uh, it's not hard. Right. But you just do it anyways, even though it's hard. Right and following that path it's like you have to just keep bringing yourself back to your why yeah your why you know that's something I always tell myself I really you know have a uh, regular conversation with myself in regards to okay remember what your why is like when things get hard and they really you know seem impossible or the struggles are so real that you know you just want to like lock the door and and never go back in there it's like okay what is my why and exactly. you start thinking about your how <laughs> and your where, yeah. and, you know, um, so showing up like that every day is, you know, when you don't have everything in place and you are unsupported, it really yeah. has to be internally part of you and who you are and what you want to bring to, to the people you serve. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess for me is that, um, I mean, I love, I love my craft and I believe that food can heal you. Mm -hmm. And when I'm doing classes, instead of complicating my little intro, I just usually tell them that I can give them 165 reasons why they should add more vegetables to their plate because that's how much weight I've lost. So like, wow, that's an amazing like twist on what you do there with that information. Yeah. So I'm just like 165 reasons to add more vegetables to your plate. That's how much weight I've lost. So let's start with that. You know, you are amazing, you know, know, walking, talking, you know, example, because like you never want to like have someone and, and I don't believe in like cramming information down people's throats. I'm not about that. But if when people come and ask questions, you know, about like, hey, what about this? And what about that? And how do you do this? And, you know, I don't have time to eat healthy. And I'm like, you don't have time to be sick, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's like choosing your heart. It's hard to be healthy. It's hard to be sick, which one you want to do. Exactly. You know, and trying to just offer that support of being like, you're not alone in this. So if you feel like you need a little bit of guidance you want a crazy ass person that has a restaurant in Clam Falls to <laughs> help you if you need it like that's what I'm here for you know <laughs> yeah 
Um, they're walking one of these days I'm gonna make a trip out your way and I'm gonna walk into your eatery and I just know that when I walk in there there's just gonna be this cleansing energy that just overtakes and also like pulls me close and holds me in more credit than I deserve (laughs) no way no way. I feel, I feel your energy even this far away. And I feel just the good vibes that you put out into the world. And I, I told you like you grossly underestimate yourself because I can, I can feel you. I see you and I hear you. And I think that the people that walk into your world on a daily basis, just are so inspired and they absorb so much from you because you just have so much, not just, you know, actual knowledge and information to put forth, but just that relentless, you know, I'm doing this, whether it's, you know, whether it's the vegan uh, diet or lifestyle Mm -hmm. change, or whether it's just, you know, that carries over into so many other parts of your life. I mean, that was just the, that, and I don't even know anything about your journey prior to you exploring veganism, but I can only imagine that that's the way that you've lived your life in many ways is, you know, you, you're all in with it. You know, it's like, I'm doing this, I'm taking charge of this. And, I'm going to figure it out regardless. And you did, you, you, you know, saw that there was something wrong in regards to your health. You empowered yourself to look for a course and then you educated yourself more. And then you wanted to teach other people and then you did, and you kept doing it. You opened your own eatery. You continue to just show people like this. They have a whole other path that they can choose and you do it all with just not having all the ducks in a row. You just do it with what you have, how you can do it, and you are just awesome at it. Like that's I said, I see. you give me so much credit. <laughs> no way, that's I, what I, I see mean. It's I see like, you. I mean, the whole ducks in a row thing, like if we had all our ducks in a row, we'd be like, oh, we're certifiably crazy, okay. Now we're just going to go to an island somewhere and live and not deal with, (laughs) I'm like, I feel like it's a process, you know, the evolution, uh, evolutionary process is one it's up and down ebbs and flows. And one day you're ready to conquer the world. And the other day you're like, I want to stay in my pajamas and eat popcorn for dinner. You know, like, I mean, that's so true. but giving yourself that grace to being acknowledged, like, you know what? Some days I'm going to be rocking it. Other days I'm going to be very unmotivated and I just want to watch some crazy, you know, Netflix, you know, series or whatever. And, you know, and not, and just allow myself, the resting is hard for me. Like <clears throat> just allowing myself to rest instead of always pushing, like, what could I be doing more? What could I, you know, how can I do this better? Or like, I should really do X, Y, Z, and I should be doing this and doing that. And, you know, my biggest thing that I have to remind myself is just keeping everything like super sustainable. And that also includes how much I work, you know, and how much I want to take on projects or not take on projects, you know, and that beautiful word, no, it's a magical word, (laughs) you know. 
where people what is are like, that? <laughs> cater. I want you to cater for me. I'm like, I'm one person, you know, like people don't understand that. I'm like mm. I'm one person. I can't cater for 50 people on a weekend. Like I'm not doing that. Like, thank you so much. <laughs> I love that you love me, but I yeah. cannot. Yeah. I, I feel that so hard. <laughs> it's been one of those lessons though of like doing this along the way where you're like, I sense a crazy uh, burnout mode where I'm going to start running down the street, you know, pulling whatever left of my hair out, you know? For sure. I'm like, what's that notion of doing the best you can does not mean running yourself ragged, right? No, It does not mean running yourself into insanity. And that's a hard thing to, I feel like take in a lot of times because we are both, um, people of service and we want to, especially, you know, new people to veganism or be able to put more out there on a broader scale. It's like, oh, you really want to be able to take such catering things like you're talking about, but it's like, also you cannot, you cannot be everybody's everything or you will be your own nothing. Right. Exactly. So so, it's so hard though. Yeah. I mean, my whole thing is like, okay, well, I can't be, I'm serving you healthy food and I'm teaching you how to cook healthy food and I'm trash. <laughs> I was just going to say, you're going home and eating like a bowl of cereal or something. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> That's like, it. Or you peanut know, butter and jelly. Yes. I'm like, no, this doesn't work. So I think really that one of the biggest lessons I've take, taken out of the two years that we've been dealing with all the restrictions and everything and you know, the cost of goods going up and all these fun things is that, you know, the people that will support you as far as like customers, they'll be okay if you say, you know, I'm taking a week off, you know, like they come back. Like, that's the one thing, like before I was like, yeah, I want to be consistent, but also like I took two weeks off uh, Christmas time. And then we had a big snowstorm and it was just like, all right, I'm taking another week off. And I, well, I changed my whole, I was working, you know, but yeah, I changed my whole menu and stuff. I was like impossible for me not to do that. But, uh, but I'm like, you know, people that are supportive of what you're doing, they'll, they'll come, you know, they'll, they'll find you. Mm-hmm. I have so many travelers coming from Washington, oh, yeah, California that are like, oh, we can't believe that we found a vegan place in Klamath Falls. I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah. I took the cycle a lot of, you know, Chef Mark Mark always said, well, you know, if you uh, want to start your own restaurant, just first you have to take a psychological test. And then if you fail yes. that, then you're perfect for the industry. We both failed, by the way. <laughs> right. If you didn't know. Um, you know, but one of the things you just said there about like the people will find you and that's the difference. Like those are your people, right? The people that are complaining that you're not open till nine or 10 at night, the people that are complaining that you're not open all weekend or that you closed for three weeks, those are not your people and that's okay. You know, that's the other thing too, that I learned is it's okay to not just be that people pleaser mentality. And it's okay to also, 
make sure you're not just eating peanut butter yeah. and jelly or cereal. At right. the end of your yeah. day. It's, but it's a daily reminder, you know, it's so hard, even with starting my own uh, day in the morning, um, just making sure that I drink my, my vitamin water yeah. concoction that I drink every day right. um, before I answer emails or before yeah. I check my messages, you know, yeah. it seems urgent, right. To get back right. to somebody that, you know, is waiting, but it's like, you know what, I need to protect my peace. Right. I need to find my mindset. Yeah rather than just jumping into somebody else's agenda. Say, I don't answer my phone until after 11. I mean, you're like I my hero. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, and this is, again, I learned how to create because like, here's this beautiful thing. Boundaries yes. are for me, not for you. You yes. know, so oh. I'm in the kitchen producing all this food all by myself and trying to make my bread and have a chill morning before chaos ensues, you know? That's right. 11 o'clock is when I open, I'll answer my phone after 11. And if you want to talk to me about special stuff between 11 and two, send me an email <laughs> and then I'll answer it in my time, you know, usually, right. in the, you know, in the evening, mm -hmm. you know, but these are all lessons. Like you don't develop the boundaries and the, the, <clears throat> you know, acknowledge you know, you don't acknowledge your own need to have health in whatever passionate thing, endeavor you're doing mm -hmm. until you have the time to experience the good and the bad. And, you know, from my, my experience so far is that the ones that are like, oh, how, when are you going to be open for dinner? It's like, who are you again? Cause like, I've seen you once, like right. you're not a regular customer, <laughs> you know, or like, Oh, you should do this or that. Or I get a random, you know, email, you should offer this, you know, at your place. And I'm like, you've never come to my place. Like mm -hmm. you don't get like your opinion. It, it's just like static, you know, <laughs> people always feel the need to like fill in and tell you how you should be living your life. That includes your business too. Mm -hmm. My whole thing is like, I, I deliberately went into this going, what kind of food do I want to make? Oh, I know I want to do Middle Eastern because Lebanese ancestry that I have, you know, I like eating that kind of food. That's the kind of food I'm going to focus on. I'm not going to, you know, do too heavy into the, you know, <clears throat> I do specials that, you know, like a, a veggie burger or whatever, right. but, you know, but like, what do I want to focus on and then mm -hmm. stick to that? Mm -hmm. I read somewhere your menu's got to tell a story. And mm -hmm. I think that's a good advice to anyone, you know, like what's your menu? What, what, are, what story are you telling? people like a story, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I love how you, I love how you've thought about all that in, in what you've created for yourself there. I don't know that I thought about any of that, quite honestly. Um, I don't know that a lot of places do, but that, that's something that you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. People like to hear stories. They like to tell stories and mm -hmm. that's a really interesting way of starting something the, the beautiful place you've created, for example? Well, I mean, uh, it's sort of like where people are like, how do you, because my, so my mother's name is Tira and, oh. you know, Tara 
everyone's like, oh, it's so cute. You named your place after uh-huh. your mom. I'm like, Tira and Tara Veg are two different things. I'm like, no, I did not. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but basically Tara Veg is out because I was, uh, you know, really focused on Mediterranean, mostly Middle East. Right. And a little bit of, uh, I took the Terra out of Mediterranean and it's Latin for earth. And then veg is for, you know, veggies, of course, vegan, whatever, whatever you want to take out of it. And so that's how I came up with my name. That's beautiful. So, yeah. So I'm like earth vegetables. All right. (laughs) That's lovely. I love it when I get to hear how names of things were created and yours is so authentic. Well, thank you. Yes. Yes. So I know that you had a little like focus that you wanted to, instead of just talking about my restaurant. <laughs> I mean, I think we're hitting it. I think you're telling yeah. me all the things I wanted to hear. Yeah. you you know, I, I love just hearing the, the way your energy transplants itself into your daily work. And I feel like you're describing it all perfectly. You know, like I said, no real scripted questions needed because I just love hearing people talk about just their journeys and, and why they are where they are in their lives and how they got to where they're at, who they're serving. These are all things that you've, you've just really hit the nail on the head with. Um, I'd love to hear where you feel like you're going, what you feel like you're doing. That's always, I mean, that's the thing, you know, with us, that's a curse and a blessing, right? No, who knows? Like you want to have your arms wide open for just taking in whatever opportunities present themselves, right? Like that's one thing I know I've learned is like, you can't be so scripted or Mm -hmm. on an agenda that you just completely lose your mindset when, not even if, but when it becomes derailed, Mm -hmm. because it will, Right. right? Yeah. So you have to just be arms wide open to the opportunities. Um, but, you know, if I, I would love to know if you do feel like there's things that you envision for yourself or for your eatery and how you see yourself evolving even more with, you know, your personal and plant-based journey. I mean, honestly, like, you know, I think about it all the time because I don't want, and always around the three-year mark, so like we're coming up, uh, you know, March 25th, yeah. March three years. I don't know what it is, but on anything I'm doing, I'm like oh, three years coming up, you know, where you're like, okay, what can I do differently? Or what do I want to do more? And like for this year, I'm going to be teaching more and okay. I'm really going to be aware of just like not being as rigid as far as like, I have to be open a certain amount of days or hours, like, you know, because honestly, like what matters is, you know, what message do you want to send out to the world? You know, like you can't be, I always feel like when people start talking about how they want to open up their own place or a food truck or something, I'm like, well, if you're doing it just for money, you should pick a a different career. Because right, because this is not. <laughs> I'm like you have. Let's to be real, it. okay? Like we are. Not yeah, what it? You know, boyfriend's like, God, God, you're such a dream killer. I'm like, no, 
I'm not. I'm just like, I've been doing, living it. So yeah. like, I want, you know, people to be like realistic. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, that is kind of dream crusher, but you know, be realistic. And so like, I look at things and I'm very realistic. I'm like, all right, well, I want to do this. Is it going to make much money? No, absolutely not. Oh, that's even more exciting. You know, so yeah. like, well, you have to do it for the right reasons, right? right I mean, exactly. Anything you do, if you go into it thinking mm. you want to do it, anything just for what you're yeah. going to physically tangibly gain from it, yeah. you're going to be disappointed. Now, oh, if I go okay. into something thinking, what am I going to gain in regards to, um, how I've empowered somebody else to explore right. my plans. Like that's priceless to me. That is my payments um, in so many ways in regards to exactly. what, what are you getting from it? You know, right. you are you are doing your part to propel forward the plant-based movement and inspire other people to eat less animals. So, yeah. I mean, yes, exactly. there's bills to pay. Yes, there's, you know, things that, you know, require money in life, but right. at the end of the All day, yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, though, if you're stepping into any eatery for that or any business, right, thinking, yeah. how much money can we make today? Right. Like, you won't and, you know, like that three year mark. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm a firm believer that it like negative energy, if you're making food, your negative energy, you're stressed out or mad or whatever, it's going into your food and you're serving that and you're sending that energy out the door with your customers and right. they maybe get irritated and angry too. <laughs> it's like, you got to put good vibes into your food. Yes. Serving, you know, like I, and do I always do that? No, because, you know, I'm human and right. I have days where, you know, stuff frustrates me, but that's right. As far as like uh, future endeavors, um, I'm going to expand out my garden because I have a little garden that I grow herbs and like tomatoes and stuff like that. And I use that in my place. So I have the space to expand out. So that's going to be another thing. Another goal for this year is creating uh, a workspace outside so I can do culinary classes out in the garden. Oh, that's lovely. So, and I really want to get more primal. So like have like teaching people how to roast vegetables that are growing right there on open flame. And Mm. I don't have to sign a waiver for that. No, (laughs) it's like, you guys aren't burning the shit out of yourself. Right, right. Labor first, you know, but like, you know, it's really like the most basic stuff that we've lost throughout the generations. I feel like of like, you know, grandma had a garden, you know, and roast we roasted things on fire back Mm -hmm. in the day, and we're losing touch with that, and and Mm -hmm. then we're shocked when we lose touch of nature and and what the real reason why we're on this dirty snowball really like not to consume and destroy but to you know be sustainable be proactive in making you know the world a better place that's the hope anyway right contributing 
Yeah, you're doing doing your even though if you feel like it's just a tiny little drop in the ocean, you're doing doing the damn thing, you know? You're doing the damn thing. That's you're right. Doing that's, the damn thing. That's like the best thing I've heard all day. Just do the damn thing. <laughs> that's right. That's it. And you know what? What you said earlier too, you know, uh, even if it is just a drop in the sea, even if it is just one person, yeah. an audience of one is still an audience. And yeah. that one person matters. They're what, well, what they absorb from you matters. And you never know who you're going to encounter throughout your right. day. That's mm -hmm. going to make a impact. Correct. Like you never know like what you're going to say to someone or show them by example, that's going to make them kind of like, Oh, I never thought about it this way. You know, like, right. I know I've, I mean, you're one of those people that made me go, Oh, no, like, look at what she's doing over here. You know, this is cool. She's a cool ass chick. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like it just, even so when we don't, even when we don't think that we influence people, we, you know, it's like, all right, be mindful of like what your, what energy you're putting out in the universe, because even if it's just one person, that's, you're going to impact, you know, you want it to be good. <laughs> you don't want it to be bad for sure. You know? And that's not to say we're faking our energy when we're having bad yeah. days either. You know, yeah. it's just a matter of you can be having a bad day and still see the good. Yeah, totally. And still I mean, omit that to other people. We just know, gotta, rather... we gotta take care of ourselves first. If we want right. to, you know, try to, you know, get up the money embankment, you know, for sure. <laughs> That muddy embankment <laughs> analogy. I love that. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay. A lot of spinning my wheels in the mud, you know, but still doing it, you know? Right. Right. And I that's the thing. It. That's the thing that we have to remind ourselves that, you know, it's not about perfection. It's about progress, you know, not perfection, yes. you know, just, and progress could mean so much different for everyone you know like I always like you know there's a reason why you know I have a tortoise tattoo on my foot because it's like I feel like I move very slow in my evolutionary growth process yeah. <laughs> and so it's like trudging up the hill you know yeah but to somebody else you're racing the fastest race and winning it on so many levels so it's well, all about perception of that too and again, I know I keep on using that word sustainable, but like, you know, if you do it, you know, you're working out the, all the million little pieces. I sort of like, you know, God, well, in the beginning of like creating my own business, it was like my crayon box of 64 colors is rolling around the floor. And I'm trying to collect them all, you know, like, like losing my, losing my crayons. <laughs> you know, losing my marbles you know yeah. like, ah, you know I like some order but that is not the way it works <laughs> no it isn't no not at all order I don't even know it's like that ducks in a row analogy you know the other end of that is I don't have ducks I have squirrels and they're running yeah. all over rampant all over the damn place right yeah like that's that's what it is and you just have to roll with the crazy Right. Like you have yeah. to be okay with that. And some days there's tears. Yeah. And some days there's laughter. Um, some days what we need is to hit it hard. And other days we need to just yeah. stay in bed. Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, I'm kind of at that point where like, as more time progresses, you know, that like I'll change things that I'm doing. And then I'm like, all right, well, I don't feel challenged. I'm going to change things. So I feel a little bit more challenged, you know, but then it's that growth. And then you're like, okay, all right, well, I'm confident in this now. Now I need some more challenge, you know? And so like it shifts and changes. So like uh, the five, you know, people always, the people that have like the five-year plan or the 10-year plan, I'm like, <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have the, I'm those are not our it. people, Liz. I'm those, like, those are not our people. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Who are you? Your plan, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I and got my for them, right? I for, guess there's more than one way to do things, but totally, totally. But does it really work out that way? And I don't think so. <laughs> like I said, I mean, honesty and what I do is I, you know, and having a sense of humor about it. You know, even when I want to scream some days, you know, I think that's, you know, a healthy approach. At least it works for me, you know, like. I need to get better on that laughter part. I'll be honest. I mean, yeah. I'm more like chuck it in the fucking bucket. Yeah. And right. that's where I'm going to leave it and now move on. Yeah. I don't know that I'm to the point where I can laugh at it so much, but I'm working on that. <laughs> I could learn lessons from you in that regard for sure. Well, I mean. I think that like, honestly, like we're, it's all experiment anyway. Right. So <laughs> you yes. just have to be like, all right, well, this is like a uh, experiment, you know, it could be good. could be bad. We don't know. You know, <laughs> it's like, there's like, Oh, let's, this concept sounds cool. Okay. Wow. I've just created a whole bunch of work for myself, but it's going to be awesome in the end. Right. Maybe yeah. we don't know. We don't get to know that. I don't want the crystal ball for sure. You know? Oh, yeah. And that's like, funny because people always say that, oh, if we only had a crystal ball, but I think if you did, you probably wouldn't want it. No, no. Would you really look? No, I don't, I don't, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd rather, but, I'd rather wait and see <laughs> myself. I mean, I definitely feel like, um, making creating food teaching it'll be something that I'll always do I don't know what that looks like for right. like long term I you mean know? there's your book coming out that I know that has to be coming out right yeah right. because like <laughs> so you just the have same so book that yeah the same book that I still just gonna sit in there and every time I look at it I'm like uh, I want to change that I want to change that that's all right it's a journey you know it just it just hasn't you know had enough of the magical dust yet but I, I definitely foresee that coming for you at some point because um the way you write out like your recipes and your classes and just the way you organize and teach it I just I see that there's there's something coming well I'm glad you see it. that I do I see it I mean it might be next year it might be in 10 years but I definitely yeah. see something like that in your future so while we don't have a crystal ball I feel like when it's good that we don't I feel like um all the things that we might take out that we didn't like in that crystal ball are the things yeah. that are going to get us to the purposes the purposeful things in our journeys right yeah. like um we stumble to get to the, and we, we 
you know, have to fail before we can succeed. Yeah. If we could see all those failures ahead of time, we'd probably avoid them. And then we would end up with a different result and not succeed yeah. at all. Well, I think success is like, uh, really doing what you believe in and then just, you know, doing your best. I think that's what success is, you know, at the end of the day where you're like, all right, well, I'm doing what I really believe in and maybe it impacted a couple of people. I don't know. I fed a couple of people today, you know, you know? Yeah. You know, again, like with the teaching is like, I feel like that has more of an impact than, than doing regular, you know, like I don't do regular food service, you know, like mm-hmm. no one would ever accuse me of what I do is normal food service. Cause it's not, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so like, I definitely feel like uh, eventually that, that part, I always joke around, like one of these days, I'm just going to train someone how to do it. They can, they can do this part lunch service while I'm over here doing something else, but I don't know if I could let that go, you know, not that I'm control free, but it would be hard. Like I care about how each plate goes out. So I don't know if someone that's just working for me would give the same consideration. That's always the challenge. It has to be the right, the right person. And that person will be hard to find, but I, I have faith that you could find them because you'll want somebody to carry on your legacy when either you want to just have time off or when you just can't or choose not to do what you're doing anymore, you know, it's important to keep that rolling. So maybe one of your students, just how you started, you know, you'll see something in somebody that is a glimpse of promise in that regard. And you'll invite them to join you to a future class, perhaps to assist you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You never know. Look for those you may, opportunities. You may decide to move to Oregon. and then You, you know, never know. Oregon. I could move to Oregon. <laughs> I mean, nothing's impossible. Right. I would love to assist you. That would be like a dream. <laughs> well, I don't know. That would, I don't know if the universe is ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that would be some powerful energy in your kitchen. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'd be so intimidated <sighs> by your art and your no, craft. No, hardly. You could teach me a thing or two, which reminds me that I, I don't know if I told you, but that little uh, clip you did on how to dissect the pomegranate. I so did uh, one of my Middle Eastern classes, I totally took that. Yes. I told my friend Tara and I like showed them how to do it. And then I just like let them do it. That's like, awesome. And that's yeah. exactly that right there. That yeah. is what it's about. You know, is I was like, what a genius idea. I'm like, put it in water. It always makes such a mess. And I start, you know, like I start twitching when things are super messy. <laughs> I'm like, genius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, oh, that, yeah. that warms my heart that you use that in the class. That's exactly oh, yeah. what it's about is yeah. those yeah. little pieces of information. Even if you're the only one that took something yeah. away from that, it was worth it. Right. So. Yeah. And that's how I feel when I do stuff and I'm demo, you know, telling people how I want things prepped and they're like, use a spoon to, to peel your ginger and <laughs> <laughs> Mark would be yeah. so proud of us, Whitney. All these little yeah, things, right? That, like, because I think I got that from Mark originally. I don't know about oh, you I definitely ginger with a spoon. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I definitely, <laughs> definitely got him. Yeah. Oh, Liz, this has been so so fun, and we're gonna have to do it again. Because well, yeah, I just love talking just to you. Days. 
Yeah. I love talking to you. Is there anything that you would like uh, the listeners to just hear from you about or know about you? What would you like to leave them with today as we end our visit? That's a hard one. Jeez. Uh, you've had me <laughs> talking this whole time. Now you're like, anything else? No, I just think that like you, um, anyone should just treat treat food as a culinary adventure, you know, and mm. like, don't be afraid of just going in and burning stuff in the kitchen and experimenting, yes. you know, just like I, you know, when I teach, I'm like, don't worry about like the recipe is just a suggestion. Let's talk about variations. Yes. Like, you know, we're all busy people. I'm yes. like, but going back at the end of the day, it's like, I don't have time to cook healthy. It's like, no, you don't have time to be uh, sick. That's what we need, like quality of life. And it's again, not about perfection. It's about, all right, you know, I'm gonna, you know, add more vegetables to my plate. And whether I aspire to be a vegan or not, I am doing healthy things for my body to give myself you know, health on all levels. It's not just physical, but mentally, emotionally, you know, mm -hmm. spiritually, you know, just vibrating, everything. vibrating on a, just a healthy, healthy, uh, you know, frequency, you know, and that's what it, it's about. And it doesn't have to be complicated and it should be fun because, you know, we're, we humans, we have short attention spans and we like things to be fun. <laughs> they're not fun it feels like work it's gonna be a little bit more challenging right <laughs> for sure <laughs> I have loved every minute of this conversation with you and I thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy for sure I know busy day to to connect with me for a little while and we will well, definitely do this again this. yes yeah. we will do it again soon yeah I'm so I'm so happy that you're doing it Cause like, I don't know if I could do stuff like this. No, <laughs> oh, you can. I expect, I expect this from you, um, in, in the future, oh, no. I'll be on your podcast next. You'll see yeah, That's right. where it's going. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. Okay. Thanks, Sarah. That's I appreciate it. you. I appreciate keep on, you. Keep on spreading the vegan love. You as well. All right. You take bye, care. Then. All right. Bye. <laughs>I hope you loved that conversation as much as I did. Here were my top three takeaways from my conversation with Chef Liz. One, you cannot be everyone's everything or you will become your own nothing. Two, we're either going to make time for wellness or we're going to make time for sickness. Three, don't let recipes intimidate you and just use them as a template. Work with what you already have. Food should be fun, not challenging. If you've loved this episode or even just want to show your support, please rate, review, and definitely share it with a friend. Ways to contact both Liz and I are in the show notes. You can send me your direct feedback via the listed website link or even call in. Thanks so much for the love, and I'll see you again next Thursday.